0: everyone. Welcome to the Jujiteras podcast. My name is Stacy. I'm a Jujiteras and this is my podcast. Welcome to season two of the Jujiteras podcast. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to be here everyone and I'm so grateful to have you along with me as well. Now season two Is a series of interviews that I've done with the ladies that I train with, and also some ladies that I have yet to meet in person for them to share their story. Hence the theme of season two, which is share your story. So, to kick off season two, we have my interview with my friend and training partner, Diana Kubilius. And as you're going to hear, Diana. Is still very young. She is eight, she was 18 at the time of the interview, but she's extremely insightful and her experience, I think, will be able to speak to a lot of people. So I really hope you enjoy this interview with Diana. Hi, everyone. I am sitting here with my friend and training partner, Diana. Diana, say hi.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And this is the first episode of season two. Share your story. <laughs> so, Diana, would you like to share your story? I would love to. I would love for you to. So, before yeah. we get into your story, would you mind introducing yourself for the listeners, please?
1: Of course. Um, as Stacy said, I'm Diana. I'm 18 years old, and I'm currently in college. Although I started jujitsu my senior year. And I started at Gracie Baja Downers Grove. I'm a white belt with one stripe right now. Yeah.
0: And yeah. And,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I started at Gracie Baja and I was there for, I guess I'll say, I think I started February. I was there until about August and then left to school. And my school actually had a jujitsu club. So I tried to go to that, but I was really busy adjusting to college life and it was much different than yeah. it was. It school. is an
0: adjustment. Then yeah. how cool is it, though, that your college had that
1: jujitsu club? It was really cool. So, yeah, so you but didn't have to. it was run to. by all, like, white belts. Oh. Yeah, so, I mean, it was really cool. <laughs> I loved the initiative. It was just a lot of wrestlers. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, I'm just a student at yeah. Baseball. Well, I'm glad you're a student there. It's been so Thank much you. fun having you. Yeah. Um, so,
0: you mentioned your... Your belt ranks, you're a white belt with one stripe. Now, I know the previous interviews I've done have been with people who have more like more experience, yeah. more training experience. So can you kind of talk about your journey to even starting? That's right. You know, because you're still pretty early in the process, but I wanna hear from your perspective, like how did you even get started? How did you decide? Like a white, you know, jujitsu and all this kind of stuff. Like, can you
1: talk about that? Of course. Yeah, so I think 2022, my New Year's resolution. So I actually had COVID over 2022, the New Year's. So I couldn't go out, which was a blessing in disguise because that had me journaling about the past year. And I stumbled across this self-growth, self-help program. It was called the Iron Mind 30. And you journaled every day. And one of the things, the big outtake from the program was getting out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I realized, I was like, wow, 2022, I mean, it was an awesome year, but... I didn't do anything that took me out of my comfort zone, and I, I think inevitably you grow, but there, there could have been a lot more growth, Mm -hmm. and so I was kind of waiting for something that would take me out of my comfort zone, and I was listening to Joe Rogan and Jacko Willink, Mm -hmm. and they had talked about the mindset that jujitsu had given them, and they said, they compared it to, Jacko, I think, was saying how he could read his hate comments on Twitter, and Joe Rogan's like, well, not everyone can read their hate comments that's just because you face a life or death situation every day mm-hmm. and granted I don't get hate comments but I was like oh my gosh that's such a cool mindset and if jujitsu had given them that I was like okay not only would I love to get that but mm-hmm. I loved that it would also take me out of my comfort zone so it was two for one."
0: Oh yeah definitely I was like
1: I have no idea what that is and so right away I start researching schools and j- Gracie Baja actually wasn't the first school. I called another school and they mm. never got back to me. Ah. Mm. So it wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be. Yeah. And I'm a little superstitious and I saw Gracie Baja had 123 reviews. And I saw one, two, three. And I was like, you know what? I'll call them next. <laughs> and I did. And they got back to me right away, as they do. Yeah. And right before the first class where I went to sit in, I literally sat down on the couch and I had to look up what jujitsu was had no idea what it was, and I looked it up, I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go see what this is like. And ever since, it definitely takes me out of my comfort zone, and the first few months of driving there, and still sometimes, like, getting back into it, I feel the nerves in my chest the whole way there, and I just have to remind myself, you know, this is why I got into it, and I know it's making me more confident every time I go past it.
0: Yeah, I mean, just, just like, the hardest part of it is walking through the door. Yeah. That's, that is the biggest act of bravery. Yeah. It's just coming in. Yes. And agreed. walking over the threshold and starting. Agreed. And I'm so glad that you did that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's people like you guys at the gym that make it easier. I mean, the community is so welcoming. And I think that'd be anywhere anyone that does jiu-jitsu yeah. is.
0: And that's something maybe. that I love about it too. Yeah. Um and can you describe, please, because you are a white belt with one stripe. Yeah, a stripe! Woo! <laughs> and, so, and so, can you describe what your experience has been like being a, a female white belt at, I mean, at our gym, but also just in jujitsu? What I has you that experience? I mean, I haven't totally forgotten what it was like to be a white belt, but I feel like I can look back with hindsight and, like, and just kind of have a different perspective on it than somebody who
1: is in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Can you please just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for me personally, at least, it's very uncomfortable, especially I'm not someone that grasps martial arts easily at all, and I think everyone feels that way, or so I've heard, but it's definitely difficult, especially, like, sparring and getting into that and feeling like, I know that everyone's so helpful, and it's still, I go through those times where every time I'm, like, going against a higher ball, I just feel like I'm wasting their time, and I have to remind myself, (gasps) though.
0: No, (laughs) Donna Although, I will say, I used to feel that way, too. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, no, you're not. You know? Yeah. It is our privilege and honor to be able to help nurture those who are coming after us. Yeah. Just like the ones who came before us did with us. Yeah. It's, that's the nature of it.
1: Which is, I mean, I love that about Jiu Jitsu. In the first day being there where they match you up with a higher belt and still to this day, I think it's amazing. It's amazing. I've never been in a community like that. So I think it's a lot of almost insecurity being a white belt, but with it comes so much growth and I've already experienced that, so.
0: Yeah, can you, can you talk about yeah. that? Yeah. Do you have examples
1: in mind? Can you talk examples. about the growth that you've had? I think that's, m- like, multi-dimensional, really. Uh, like, I remember getting my uniform, and the pro shop manager was like, this will be for your body, mind, and soul, and oh I heard that, gosh. and I was like, wow. Yes. It's so true, so, and especially when I went when I did do my first competition, that's really where the body aspect came in, where I was eating right and drinking enough water, and not not just to cart weight, but just because I wanted my body to flourish.
0: Yeah.
1: And then turn, and also every day, like you go with your mind, and you're learning something every single day, which not every sport you could say that you're you know nitpicking, but for this you're really. Yeah. And I relearn things constantly. constantly. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's something that I love about also. Um, our particular school like I mean Gracie Baha in general there's a curriculum Mm -hmm. and you have a set um, technique you're going to be learning and you have a set of skills you're going to be learning but it's also cyclical it comes back around it always comes back around but then it also comes back around in terms of teaching it and Mm reteaching it and then the more you come you're going to end up getting the whole curriculum over and over and over again and there's going to be some detail like oh yeah oh, yeah, no, I remember that kind of a thing. Yeah. Have you experienced anything similar to that so far?
1: With po- seeing different things? Yeah, or, like, noticed.
0: seeing the same techniques or being retaught the same techniques that you were already taught and, and seeing it in a slightly different light?
1: Yeah. I don't know if I've been there where I understood a technique enough to notice something different <laughs> with it, but I have noticed with different professors and different ways of teaching it the different ways that you can apply it, mm-hmm. uh, which is... Which has been helpful, but I don't know if I've I've been there where I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't notice that last time.
0: No, that's okay, and yeah. and I'm I'm just asking, you know, and each person's experience, each person's story is different. Yeah, which is you know why why we're having you to hear this conversation. Yeah, and just like you know, what has your experience been like? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, another thing that I think I've another way I've done, I've grown is definitely my confidence level in so many different ways uh, obviously the first thing that comes to mind is like self-defense. So yeah, walking around, I feel a little more confident, but I think even just the, my posture and the way that I feel in groups of people and the different types of people that I've met. I've never been in an area with so many different types of people and I've been able to hear all of their stories on the mats. I love meeting someone new and hearing what they do and how they got into jujitsu, which is so much of the podcast. Um, but it's, it's half the reason I go is just to interact with people and yeah they're all such cool people
0: yeah can you talk about because y- listening to you say that right now just re- reminded me of something you were saying about earlier is the community yes can you talk about how or your experience at least coming into the school and finding the community being part of it you know just any anything like that yeah
1: I think as a female, specifically at our school, the women have a very tight-knit community, which I know you talked about with Denise. Mm-hmm. And it's so special, especially a lot of the women. I don't know if I would have necessarily been friends with them instantly, like, I, somewhere else, like, in school, but all of us really, I think, get along just under the common core of jiu-jitsu Which, honestly, I don't know if I understand fully, but we just do. And all the girls are so sweet, which definitely helps. And I remember going away to school and looking at videos of classes and all the women being together, and I there was something about the energy that's at Gracie Baja that is irreplaceable and that is so unique where you, even if you search for it anywhere else, I I mean, I know that I couldn't find it, and I remember looking and being emotional, looking at, back at that and missing it so much, which showed me how much it meant to me. Yeah. And it had never hit me like that. Before.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think that you brought up an interesting point where you mentioned, you know, I don't know if I would have been friends with these people without jujitsu. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because I actually have reflected on that before as well, where I'm just like, I have, you know, because we all have this this amazing thing in common, and also with it being jujitsu, jitsu we're, like, up in each other's business. Like, close <laughs> That's true. People. That helps. You know, yeah. so it's like you form a bond with people
1: when, like, <laughs> when you're, like, you're cheek-to-cheek with them, when yeah. you're, like, sweating in each other's eyes and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, the awkward barrier is already passed. So oh, can't, my God. You can't go back. <laughs>
0: when you've, like, accidentally elbowed somebody in the crotch. Or yeah. <laughs> all an accident guys like we're not out here trying to like deliberately hurt each other nobody's doing that but it's just like like you were saying you know I don't know if I would have ever come across these these awesome people just in day-to-day life if we didn't have
1: this and I never had that with any other sports like I think there's for example, I did volleyball for a number of years. Oh, you did! I did, and there was a team bond for sure, but there was always some set, sort of like drama or uneasiness, uneasiness, mm-hmm. and but in jujitsu, there's none. Like for some reason, everyone has a bond, and I, I think it must be then the crossing that physical barrier. I don't know what else, it, or the sport itself is just so special where it can bring people together like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's a mixture of both. Plus, also, like the the mental shifts. You know, like, and each, and also just the emotional sh- shifts, too, is, I don't know if you've experienced those yet, because I know you're still pretty early in yeah. your journey, but it's, it's a very humbling experience, the, the sport of jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. you know, people who have egos, and I said people, because it's not all men, you know what I mean, like, women, if you be, if you're around women long enough, <laughs> you'll know that there's really egotistical women, like, we all have the ego, but people who have egos you have to leave it at the door because when you are trying to, the more you try to control a situation in jujitsu or like force control on a situation, the more you're going to lose control of that situation. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, you have to let go of your ego, which is really hard. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you know, and you get, you get put with different people from different walks of life and ages and talents and, yeah and, you know, you start making friends with people you probably literally never would have met. Yeah. Good and I well. love that you brought that up, you know, because I honestly, I don't think I knew what your age was until <laughs> you said how <laughs> old you were, <laughs> but it's like, but you're so cool though. But it's like, when would we ever have had a chance yeah. to cross paths? I know. Like, if I weren't doing jiu-jitsu, and then you weren't doing jiu-jitsu, because if you're a college student, you're too busy, and then I'm working full-time. Like, how would we have crossed paths?
1: We wouldn't have.
0: I'm so glad we did, And I think we
1: both, like, every relationship can add so much. I think the more different you are, the more special that relationship is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. I think it, that's, I love jiu-jitsu. I don't know many other sports that can do that, or environments that nourish that. Yeah.
0: I honestly, like, I have to agree with that because, I mean, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not the best person to talk about this because I was never very sporty. I never really did, like, team sports weren't really my thing, you know, I was never sporty in the first place. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I never really got to experience that kind of camaraderie in that way, but also when you're going through school, you're always put with people your own age who are in similar life situation like kind of like similar life stages you are Mm -hmm. and so meeting people outside of that is really hard yeah you know and basically I mean obviously because you um you're in your first year first year or second year of college first so and again like being at college I mean there's more you know there's more of a diverse population there but you're all still kind of sort of in the similar age ranges in similar life stages
1: yeah very much so
0: So how do you get exposed to different people of different ages and backgrounds unless you do something like this? Like, I mean, before you get into the workforce, because then, but but by the time you're in the workforce, like, how do you interact with these people?
1: Yeah. And it teaches you people skills, especially when I'm just 18. And so much of figuring out what I wanted to do and I'm still doing that is asking people every day, oh, what do you do for a living? And hearing what they like and dislike about that has been so beneficial.
0: I love so that. Kind of... oh, oh my gosh. And again, like if you didn't, if you weren't able to meet people of different ages and and walks of life and stuff, how would you be able to get that kind of information? Yeah. I don't know. I
1: don't know where you go to get it. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's authentic responses too, because they're not going there to talk about their jobs. They're just, it just happens to be. You know, it's not like a job shadow or an exposition of different careers. Because those are never real. you talk about, oh, how was your day at work today? Mm. You know, Mm. you get the truth. Yeah. That is such
0: a great point. Oh my God, it's like the same thing. I was just thinking of this because we just were talking that you are in college. Mm -hmm. It's like going on a college visit. Yeah. You know, you... Like you said, oh my God! It's like you said, it's not authentic. If you like, yeah. you're at a career fair or whatever. People obviously they're trying to recruit you. Yeah. To like come to their company, but it's like you don't know the reality of it because they're trying to get you to come there. Yeah. You know, like if you go on these college tours, they're to only telling you yeah. all the good things about it. You're not getting the full picture. Yeah.
1: People are so real on the mats because they have no reason to lie. Yeah. They have exactly. No reason to. Oh my gosh. Want your life because, like you said, you leave your ego at the door. And I think that crosses past just your jiu-jitsu skill. I think people, you know, no one's trying to be the best the best looking, the best, the most, you know, whatever it is on the mats. I mean, that's not the point of us being there. And that's another thing compared to my team sport experience is I think this is my first sport where everyone's on their own individual journey. And I love, that's one of my favorite things about it. And yet there's still, like, a team camaraderie between everyone, supporting each other, but there's no competition between anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yes! I love that you're able to see and experience that, because that's just how we do it. Yeah. You know? It's not like that kind of insight only comes with years of experience and training. Like, you're seeing that
1: now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt that the first day of walking in, and the only other girl there gave me a huge hug, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this place? It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. And then everyone was helping me during warm-ups, and I was like, okay. And I was the only girl, or I was the one of the only girls there, which was a new a new setting for me, and yet with everyone being so welcoming and didn't make me feel like I was like gender wasn't even in my head after that after walking in and thinking you know the preconceived notion of jiu was it's gonna be all men and it was gonna be a very masculine thing mm-hmm. and at least in my experience and I'm sure yours I haven't thought twice about it since joining you know yeah. besides besides being with all my lovely women that yeah. I love so much and obviously we have that bond
0: yeah um have you been able to train with with the men as well in terms of sparring, yeah, like yeah. sparring or just like technique training and stuff like that. Situational, for sure. For sure. And as, cause you're you're still a white belt, I am. Yes. So can you speak to what that experience has been like? Yeah. As a female white belt, um, in the sport that is kind of stereotypically, just men.
1: My experience—it's been so heartwarming when I go against a 250-pound guy, and he somehow is able to. I feel like I'm going against someone my size, it's, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know why it. it's, like, so sweet to me, and it, it makes me feel like everyone cares. We do. Yeah, which they do, which they do. Yeah, we do. Dude, it's a really cool we feeling. We do care.
0: Yeah. You know, and kind of circling back a little bit to something you had said a little earlier, where you were nervous in the beginning because you're like, oh my God, you know, if I spar or if I, if I train with an upper belt, I'm just wasting their time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is, that's not the case. That's never the case. You know, nobody's time is ever wasted when we're on the mats together. And the thing with, with the upper belts, like the the mentality is we obviously are at this point because we love this, we love this. This is, this is for life, you know, jujitsu for life. This is a life, how we live our lives. And we've gotten this far because it's, it's so important to us. But then if it's so important to us, why wouldn't we want to share that with others? Wow. You know, it's, we want to nurture those who are coming after us to keep it alive and to keep the legacy going.
1: Yeah. And, you know,
0: and, it wasn't that long ago that I was exactly where you are now. Can you imagine where I would be now if the people around me had made me feel like I was just a nobody or I was wasting their time or anything?
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think about.
0: Yeah, it's it's because, you know, that's another thing too, and and I've I don't want to dominate this conversation, but, you know, you being a white belt, I think, and also for other people who are white belts or thinking about becoming is is that you are my training partner I want you to grow because you know I'm only as good as my my training partners so why wouldn't I want you to be good yeah
1: you know because
0: you're also helping me if I'm going to train with you obviously I want you to grow but I also want to grow and we're gonna grow together. Yeah. Oh. You know? Yeah. You are my training partner, Diana.
1: <laughs> you know? You're our training yeah. partner. I think that's a good reminder hearing yeah. the other perspective.
0: I think yeah, and it's it's I do I feel like it's maybe not something that you can fully appreciate until after you've had some experience. Um, and then you can be like, Oh yeah.
1: I kind of get it now. Yeah. A little bit, you know. Which I hope till one day. Oh, you will. <laughs> <laughs> you will. Yeah. Which I have a question. You yes. mentioned that, like, it's a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, because obviously there's more, I think there's a plethora of people in the beginners class and then you, in the advanced class you just kind of see the same faces. Why do you think most people, or that a lot of people can't stick with a sport the day that they start?
0: Oh, that's a loaded question. That's a really good question, too. Um, so my first instinct is to say because it's not easy and because it takes time. Um, I would probably have to reflect and dive deeper on this to give a more, like, philosophical answer. But mm-hmm. that's, that is kind of my, my initial reaction yeah. is that I think people don't stick with it in general i mean obviously people have different circumstances and whatever but i think in general i think they don't stick with it because it's it takes time it takes time to gain experience Um, it takes time to refine your techniques it takes time to put it all together it's a different type of sport and it's a sport and an art it's a different type of art than a lot of other arts That at least that I am familiar with, I'm not super, I, this is the only one I've trained. So I'm not super familiar with how the other ones are, but it's just, it's just different. Yeah. And it takes, I mean, there's a reason why it takes at least like 10 years to get a black belt in jujitsu versus like three years in other arts that I've heard of. And I'm not going to say what those are. Okay. That's not the purpose here. (laughs) We're not here to be trying to hate on anything or anybody or whatever. I'm just making a comparison. Yeah. It's just different. And I really have to wonder if some people maybe weren't 100% prepared for that, you know, if they, maybe they thought like after a year or two that they would be, you know, quote unquote, further along than probably what realistically they would be. And so maybe they, they quit because... They're frustrated or disappointed or also people quit because of certain life situations, which isn't really their fault. But I think for the people who choose to quit because they are dissatisfied with where they're at, I, th- I personally think it's because they have unrealistic expectations of their journey or their growth or like the timeline it's going to take. That's just, that's what I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what about you being around the higher belts? Obviously more than I have and been seeing who comes in and who stays. Is there a common trait that you see in the people that do stay? Is it just that they make time and they...
0: Yeah, it's persistence. Persistence. Um, Consistency. It's wanting to integrate it into your life and making it part of how you live your life instead of just a thing that you do.
1: Yeah. Wow. Does that
0: make sense to anybody else besides me? (laughs) I don't know. But it's in my mind, making it what you do versus a thing that I do. In my mind, is two totally different things. And I don't know if that's coming across very well. But it's like, if you make it part of like just what you do, it's like ingrained in your life versus if you think about it as, like, oh, yeah, I just do this thing. I mean, doesn't that kind of sound sort of just, like, throwaway? I think I understand. Does that
1: make sense? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I don't know if if at the point of my journey that I'm at I could fully embody the, like, this is what I do. Just, I think that's something that will take time. I don't know. Did that take time for you? Or were you, you think? Well, I mean,
0: for myself, like, when I started, I just fell in love with it immediately. Yeah. And so I really feel like for myself, it's a bit of a different case than okay, for ab- your average person Yeah, um, because I fell and I fell hard oh. and I was like, I love <laughs> this. This is the best thing. It's my favorite. Oh. And so for me, it, it was a little bit different, I think. But since you asked the question, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's the attitude or mentality of this is part of who I am. Mm-hmm this is how I live my life, and, I mean, obviously, like, and this is what we love to do, of course, yeah. but it's it's more in, personally ingrained in us versus thinking of it as just, like, oh, yeah, like, I do that jujitsu stuff, like, I go with a couple times a week, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Hopefully, that answers your question. I
1: think it does, <laughs> and mm-hmm. in contrast to what you were saying, how you fell in love with it instantly, and I don't know if this... I mean, no, I think this is my, part of my journey is, and I, I was just laughing with someone about this earlier today, too, is how I think I do jujitsu more for the side effects than I do for how I feel when I'm there. <laughs> Which mean that's, everyone, maybe Can, that's just
0: me. I, I love, I love that you said that. Can you please, um, expand more on what you mean for our listeners?
1: Yeah. At least for me, I know most people love sparring, so this is definitely, like, I would much prefer to just watch the whole time or just to drill the whole time. And sparring is what really takes me out of my comfort zone, because I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. However, after class, I feel amazing, and I reap the benefits outside of class, and I notice the benefits outside of class, but during class, I, most of the time, am questioning why I came. <laughs> In the best way possible, because I continue to return, so it's not that I'm... Yeah, not... <laughs> I
0: mean, it's, to be honest with you, I think anybody who's ever worked out ever yeah understands what you mean yeah you know because I mean it's 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 a extra it's a good exercise just like anything else like moving your body you know but it's like yeah I mean I would say that's accurate I've also experienced that too sometimes I'm in there doing it I'm just like but then it's over and I'm
1: like I feel so great it's like instant dopamine oh
0: my god yeah for sure. I mean, for me, too. Yeah, for, for, anyone, for, like, for everyone. I feel like I can accurately speak for all of us who train when I say, for all of us. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, why do we keep coming back? Yeah. Sweating in each other's eyes and, like, pulling on each other's <laughs> clothes and, like, <gasps> flopping around on the ground. Like, not flopping. Yeah. Like, that's just me hyperbole. But, yeah. you know, it's, it like, it is, it can be awkward word Yeah. You know? That's another episode waiting to
1: happen, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I cannot wait to get out. <laughs> or another thing is it. There's been so many times where I'm in my head all day, but I know that going to jujitsu, I'll be like, oh, finally I can forget about what I've been thinking about all day.
0: Yes, preach! Right? Say that again louder for <laughs> people in the back.
1: Just, I feel like it's a... I mean, no, I'm not... I don't feel this because I've heard this a million times, but it is a, like a form of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Which it, is very powerful. Yeah. And even so as a white ball, I am able to experience that, which shows that you don't have to wait four years to experience the benefits exactly
0: oh my god I'm so glad you said that yes I mean hopefully because this is the gonna be the first episode of season two so hopefully everybody listening to this would have listened to season one hint hint go listen to season one please um season one getting started but yeah like because I've had people that I know in my personal life tell me before that like, oh, you know, I've, I mean, I see you doing it and I've thought about it, but you know, and then they list something that they think they have to fix first before Mm. they can start. And I'm like, you don't got to do all that. You can just start, Yeah. you know, jujitsu literally is for everybody, no no matter where you're at. And I think, you know, Denise and I were talking about this and Coach Vince and I were talking about this and you can, you can come as you are, come exactly as you are. And if you have physical limitations, make modifications.
1: And no one else will care, too.
0: Yeah, nobody else will care. I mean, yeah. we've all been somewhere. Like, people have had injuries and stuff. People have, have had illnesses. Like, we've, people have had varying stages of fitness and health and stuff. People have had various stages of mobility. And yet we all come and we train together. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be this, like, super experienced person or whatever to come and train with us just come come as you are
1: like I didn't most people not most people a lot of people don't even know what it is like I didn't know what it was and I joined and it worked out for I'm
0: so glad it sounds like you did a bit of a google search beforehand I had to do the same yeah yeah
1: yeah go on youtube see what it is
0: Yeah. yeah So, what was, remind me, because maybe you said this earlier, yeah. but during the course of the conversation, I think I already forgot. Of course. I'm sorry. What was sort of the impetus to wanting to start Jiu in the first place?
1: It was the whole thing of getting out of my comfort zone. Uh, and then I heard yes. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And now I remember now. Yeah. But sorry. I do
1: remember, like, sitting in the first class, too, because I'll think back on this, and it doesn't make sense to myself, is I don't think I was initially drawn to, like, the rolling around. I don't know, I, especially for who I am as a person. I don't think that was something that would have drawn me to come back, and they didn't talk about all the benefits, and I hadn't known what the benefits would be, but then I, even after that, I was walking around in public, and my, the rest of my day, like, was brighter. I don't, it sounds so, it's so, but for some reason, maybe that was just, you know, the universe, whatever, higher source, wanting me to know that that was where I was supposed to be, because I did feel, it made my mood so much better, and I wasn't even practicing, I wasn't around the people. I was sitting in the corner by myself, and I think the energy affected me. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. Yes. I was like, okay, this is meant to be. Well, and
0: it changes your mindset, too. You know, like, it's, it's, it is literally life-changing. Yeah. You know, and I think people, I think sometimes people, just in, like, the general public sphere, whenever we say this, you know, because, like, people who train... You never have to ask somebody if they change jiu because they'll tell you. <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> so, like, people who train jiu like, we talk about this stuff all the time. Um, and we talk about how it's life-changing. And I think people don't actually believe us or they, they think that maybe we're, like, kooky or whatever. Just like, what are you talking about? But you, it is something you have to experience. It is it is transformative. Like, you you were saying... Like it lifted your mood yeah. and like the, the energy in the room was, was really positive and, and, and uplifting and powerful and, and empowering and being so welcoming, you know, yeah. and just being there the first day, like you've only been training for what, like a year.
1: Yeah. On and off, but a year. Yeah.
0: It's okay if it's on and off, yeah. you know, but so the day you started it, like that's your, your, your journey. Yeah. So you've been training for a year, yeah. a little, maybe a little give or take. And you've already experienced all, all the stuff that people who've been training for multiple years talk about all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you said, like the, the you come, from, like you, you train, sometimes the actual training itself is difficult, but then when you're done, the, the effects of that are numerous yeah. and, and positive and incredible. And, you know, like we were just saying before, like we had this whole conversation before, like kind of the great equalizer and you get to meet all these people in different parts of life that you probably never would have met before and it's just and it literally is life-changing
1: yes and I wish people I don't know if you've experienced this it might just be a lot of the college girls that I've met, but I'll tell people I do jujitsu and they they're like oh wow that's so cool and I think they almost like it's a different compartment in their brain but I wish that they would hear that and be like oh maybe that's something I want to do I don't think very many people think that way do you, do you know what yeah. I
0: mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean also. And I think, I think it might also go to your point from earlier where you said that not a whole lot of people know what it is. That's true. So I think if you yeah. just say that you train jujitsu, because for the longest time, my family, they didn't. So my family, we're not martial artists in general. I'm the only martial artist. So when I said that I started training jujitsu, jiu- I think for their frame of reference, they knew that that was a martial art, but they didn't. Mm-hmm really have a super good understanding of that um minus my dad though my dad kind of messed around with martial arts when he was um a lot you know when he was younger but people really only have the frame of reference for whatever they see in movies and stuff Mm, and what do people see the most in movies they see like karate taekwondo or like they watch like bruce lee movies jackie chan stuff like that and Mm -hmm. that's what they think of so anytime they think of martial arts that's what they have as a frame of reference but jujitsu is not like that. Yeah, it's not like that. So it is different. So trying to explain how jujitsu is different to people who don't really understand, it can be kind of it can be kind of hard to do because like you say, in or they just think like in your mind like your your college friends yeah. or the, the girls you are around when you say yeah I train jujitsu and they're like oh okay that's so cool maybe in their mind they're thinking that you're doing karate or something. Yeah,
1: or they'll say oh so you can kick my butt. But that's that's not even one of the reasons I do. Like, I don't, the fighting portion, I think it's an added benefit, but it's not even a re- like, one of my values of why I do it, so. But that's all they see. They yeah. just see the fighting.
0: Oh, my God, and Denise and I were talking about that, too. It's like, we all have our own reasons, and we all have our own, like, values for what we were looking for when yeah. we signed up. Yes. You know? Like, you wanted to get out of your comfort zone. I wanted to learn self-defense, and Denise wanted, she wanted to try a martial art.
1: Yes. Like, it was on her bucket list,
0: you know? And it's like, and now we're all here! Yeah!
1: (laughs) And we still all come together for the same... Yeah! And we all get our own added benefits. Yeah,
0: oh my god, yes. Yeah, and speaking of when people... Because people have said that to me, too, when they're just like, oh, I bet you could kick my butt. Yeah. (laughs) And so I just repeat to them what I said in Denise's conversation, Mm -hmm. what Professor Carlos had said in one of the first like my, one of my first months of training, he's like, jujitsu is not the art of going around and kicking everybody's butts. It's the art of learning how to not get your own butt kicked. Oh. And so when people, when people are like joking around or when I say, when I mention that I trained jujitsu and they're like, Oh my God, I, you know, you could kick my butt. I'm just like, well, and then I say that to them. It's like, no, it's, it's really more about not getting my own butt kicked. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. That's really cool. <laughs> and I'm like, have you ever trained? To, you know, and then I launched into my thing. I was like, have you ever trained a juicy before? Do you uh, want to come train with me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I trained at Gracie
0: Baja Grove. Come on. You yes. know. Yeah.
1: And
0: that's the thing, too, because, like, when something is so positive for you and it brings you so much joy and it changes your life in whatever way it does, you know, from small to the big and everything in between, you want to tell people about it. Yeah. And if it's something that you love so much, you want them to do it with you. Because if you love it so much, then you know that they're going to love it so much too.
1: That's very true. Yeah. You know,
0: but it's also, like you said, in in the beginning of our conversation, like getting through the door is always the hardest part. It's the most nerve wracking part.
1: And I think, like you said, so many people don't know what it is, so how would they know the added benefits? Yeah. How did... Like, I had no idea there was something that would give me these benefits. Yeah. Without hearing it on a podcast. Yeah.
0: Or or if they go to YouTube now. Because, like... And people... And I think also sometimes people confuse jiu-jitsu with mixed... With MMA. Mm-hmm. Mixed martial arts. Which, I mean, there is a jiu-jitsu aspect of it, but MMA is different. You know? And I think... I think in general, a lot of people don't actually realize that, um, MMA is not jujitsu. Like it has some jujitsu in it, but that's not what jujitsu is. So I think people like, they'll see the UFC. what is it called? The UFC, the UFC, they'll see the UFC and they'll think that that's jujitsu. So then when they, when they hear people do jujitsu, they're like, oh my God, you could beat me up. I was like, well, (laughs) <laughs> because then I don't know what frame of reference that they are thinking of. Yes. Like, do they think it's MMA? It's do they think it's karate? Do they think it's, you know, this or that or the other? Like,
1: yeah.
0: and then, and I mean, and usually like the people that I meet, they're interested in learning what it is because I was like, well, we don't hit each other. And they're like, Oh, you don't. I'm like, no, it's, it's different. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, then that usually opens the conversation.
1: And I like to tell people it's the gentle art because it, it that is. was I hadn't known that either until like a month in. And that's was like, that's oh what it my means. Gosh. Yeah, it's that little, and little, I little, think little that means gentle art that can help people to
0: understand. Yeah, and I love that, that it's um, it, it's gentle, but you can also be, not gentle with it too, if you need to be. Mm-hmm. That's something that I kind of like about that.
1: Yeah. Oh, you talked about. This, this was a bit, like, reminded me that this is something that I had gained from jiu-jitsu was, I think you talked with Denise about, like, using your body weight and how yeah. it's important. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, honestly, was from training mornings with you when I first started of, like, <laughs> put your weight on me! And it, I think not only did I get more comfortable and aware of how my body feels, but, like, realizing I could put my body weight on, a, like, like... I don't know why there was such a mental barrier for that, and there still is. So many times people have to remind me that, even mm-hmm. you know. But I, it somehow does translate into the into real life as a as a benefit. Yeah, I think just what would you say, confidence and oh my god, self-awareness? Yeah.
0: yeah, oh for sure, yeah, because when you, I feel like because I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's hard to articulate, but yeah, no, <laughs> no, but there's, I feel there. <laughs> like, I feel like
0: anybody who's ever, I feel like, first of all, I feel like any woman growing up as a woman just intrinsically knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And um that is something that we have to kind of push through. That's a barrier we have to yeah. overcome because like I was saying with Denise too, and I'm going to keep saying this because I, I think it's, I still think it's true is that we as women growing up as women are conditioned to want to always be smaller, lighter, you know, thinner, taller, whatever, take up less space. space. And so if you are not a certain aesthetic, whatever's in trend at the the moment, Mm -hmm. if you don't fit that trendy aesthetic, then you are, there's something wrong with you somehow. Or, you know, you need to fix yourself somehow or whatever. And so in, at least in my lifetime, the trendy aesthetic is to always have been thin, I mean right now I think like big booties are in yeah. but it's also like small waists which I don't have. I mean I've got the booty and stuff but I don't have the small <laughs> waist. So but yeah, we're we're conditioned to be smaller, thinner, lighter, you know, mm-hmm. delicate this and that and the other. And I think there's like a subsection of female athletes who feel that in order to be a successful athlete they need to gain more muscle. They need to, you know, do these various things to kind of like keep up with the men.
1: Yes.
0: And I mean, if that's what you want to do, then do it. You know, like, but do do it because you want to, not because you think you have to. Yeah. And that's yes. a diff- that's a big difference too. Yes. But it's it's. I mean, for, like, the rest of us, like, the average, your average schmuck, you know, <laughs> I'm including myself in that, too, like, your average schmuck who just, like, comes in and tries to train, like, we're not like those athletes, yeah. you know, so it's, like, we have this mentality of, like, you have to be smaller, thinner, lighter, and now we're here training jujitsu, trying to spar or with these, all of these different people, and it's like, oh my god, why do I keep getting like reversed when I'm in top mount? How
1: come I can't hold this person it's down? It's like How the opposite. Like you thought you're being too heavy, and you're like, I'm not heavy. You gotta enough. be heavier. And then you realize, like, oh, put that pressure okay. on. Yeah, yeah. In the whole aesthetics thing, even though for comp- for my first competition, it had no meaning. But for myself, I really wanted to do well. And it was the first time I had been training at the gym and training in general for not aesthetic purposes. And it was such a refreshing feeling of walking in there and not saying, oh, I want to look a certain way. I want to be able to, you know, perform a certain way. And it was, it was such a mind, it was a shift in my brain and it felt so good. I, yeah, Yeah. I'd never been in the gym with that and it was, cr- it was really cool. Yes. And I think that could be for any sport, but.
0: Yeah, God, I love that. Mm. And re- remember, you're so, my God, Diana, you're so insightful. And she- <laughs> I remember, remember, listeners, she's a white belt with one stripe. She's been training for a year, off and on, she says. And you're so insightful. But, like, this is also the benefits of training jujitsu. Yeah. You don't have to be a brown or black belt to be able to reap the benefits. No. Exactly as you've already said. And
1: listening to higher belt conversations, like, if there's like a black belt podcast or something, and I can listen and still understand all the benefits that they're talking about, even if I don't have them at the fullest extent, yeah. But there's there's no like brick wall between belts and what they what they gain from. Jesus. It's not like once I become a blue belt, I'll gain something new. I think you're constantly gaining something, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess <gasps> I, I like, don't know. The, I can't. So everybody
0: me, in podcast land can't <laughs> see my face right now. <laughs> But I'm so blown away by what you just said. I love, I love what you just said. There's no brick wall between belts. I love that so much, Jonah, <laughs> How are you so insightful? I love this. This is the best.
1: There's no, there is no even brick us being wall. able to sit down with each other. And it, I mean, for podcast listeners, I would say we've trained on the mats just a handful of times. Right. Yeah, like,
0: well, yeah, because, like, you're always in school, yeah, and I'm so always working in the We really... Evenings, it's so. not like
1: we're... For the past year, I've been training with her every day.
0: Yeah. Although, that would be great. It would be awesome. That would I be wish. great. I, I, I wish, mean, but that's not how but, life is right
1: now. Yeah, not at all. And, and, yeah uh, jiu this shows how fast it can break someone together. And yeah. we're different belts. Completely different belts. Completely at different stages of our jiu-jitsu journey.
0: Yeah. So, in podcast land, preview, I'm gonna do an episode about everybody has something to offer from white belt all the way out to black you can learn something from everyone so if you're sitting here thinking like oh well you know i don't really know that much like it doesn't matter you you matter you are valuable you bring value to the mats and to everyone that you train with and that's enough you don't have to do anything else besides just keep showing up
1: and even especially in my experience like thinking of friends that have that were white belts with me and now aren't there has been no difference in our relationship when they changed belts which is like for example volleyball again going back to sports if it was like the ones twos and threes team Mm -hmm. there was a complete like they weren't even if you were on a different team you weren't even talking to each other just because you were quote unquote better Really? Yeah. Oh no. Like it's, but it, it's, you know, that shows that it's so different the environment and community of jujitsu is, it doesn't matter at all.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So let me ask you this so we can kind of bring everything full circle. What would you say to somebody who's maybe considering starting? Mm-hmm. Or has recently started, but they are maybe thinking that, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need to work on this or that or the other before I come back. Okay. Or maybe I need to lose weight before I start. Or maybe I need, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah. What would you say to somebody? I guess I'll share for what I tell myself when I'm feeling those things is even if I don't see a benefit in going or staying. I just tell myself, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to do this, and then if I do, I know that that's making me grow as a person. Even if I'm not getting better, I'm not gaining all the the things I want to gain from jujitsu. is if you're getting out of your comfort zone and doing that thing that you don't want to do, it's going to make you a better human.
0: Well said. I agree.
1: That's what I tell myself, at least. I
0: agree. Yeah. Yeah. But usually the things that we don't want to do are the things that are, like, the best for us. It's like, it's good for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But at the end of the day, I would say go. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> keep coming. Absolutely. <apps. laughs> yeah. No, keep
0: coming. Like, you know, it, it, yeah. I mean, not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows and butterflies, but the feeling that you get, the consistent mindset shifts, like all of the benefits that you've literally just talked about with me,
1: which you get so soon by PS. Yeah. No. P. Yeah.
0: See, P. That <laughs> for, see that louder for podcasts. By the way, yeah. You
1: don't have to. You can get that. I notice those things very soon.
0: Like, we've literally been saying, Diana is a white belt with one stripe. Yeah. She's been training for, like, a year. But listen... Listen to how insightful she is. <laughs> listen to how much she's gained and, and learned and everything. And, like, you don't have to wait to get the benefits yeah. of jiu-jitsu. Like, you really don't have to wait. So, don't wait. <laughs> yeah, don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> there you have so it. So, don't wait. Yeah, so as like a final thing, where can people find you on social media? They like,
1: could find Do you have, have social if media? I, if at this time that they're listening, I might be on Instagram. The account is out there. Diana Kabilius. Just spell that out. Yeah. D-I-A-N-A-K-U-B-I-L-I-U-S. It's That's my right. Instagram. So
0: it's I'm, I'm going to link that in the show notes if yeah. I can find your Instagram <laughs> handle. Yeah. yeah. I'll link your yeah. Instagram, so, sounds and then good. I'll also spell your name in the title as well. Perfect. So people yeah. can, yeah, if they wanna. Because we're, you know, we're, another part of asking that question is to help grow our community of jujitas. Yeah. You know, which I
1: would love to see more females. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's also no stereotypical female for jujitsu, yeah. which I've learned because we're all so unique. But we, like, like there's no one type of female that does jujitsu because right. I would have probably thought it would be like this like, badass like you yeah. know this girl that wants to fight but I don't think it's that at all yeah which is important for girls yeah. to know
0: yeah well I mean and the girls who are badass and want to fight they still come oh and yeah train too. oh yeah but because we have a few of them too we do but you don't have to be like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: to come and train yeah. yeah that's I think that's kind of the point it's like you don't have to be one way or the other you can just come and be exactly yes. as you are Awesome. I really hope that you all enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. And I hope that hearing the perspectives of other women will help to inspire you to also try jujitsu as well. You can do jujitsu exactly as you are now. And we would love to have you. If you're interested in some bonus content, I do have a Patreon, Jujitero's podcast, where you get early ad-free access to all of the episodes. And I also have some bonus content on there for patrons who are Purple Belt and up. And that is the Patreon-exclusive raw and unedited series where you will hear the interviews well in advance of when they come out live to the public, And also, you'll hear some interviews that probably won't be making it to the public. And you get to hear the whole entire thing from start to finish. Every single uh and um, the ones that I don't edit out, every single pause, and all the background noises and everything. But you also hear the conversation in its entirety with no edits. So you'll get to follow along with the conversation as it was happening and really get to hear people's raw reactions and and just from their own mouths their experiences. So, if that's something you're interested in, that is the current um, monthly exclusive content that I have. I also put polls up there, and I'll do like Q and A sometimes. I'll put random posts up there sometimes that have to do with the podcast. Um, if you know, if you want non podcasty things, you can. That's what Instagram is for. Unless you tell me that you want non-podcasty things. If you are a patron on Patreon, then I can put non-podcasty things up there too. Um, yeah, so I would love to connect with you. If you have something you want to say, let me know. If you have questions about what you've heard or suggestions of things you want to talk about, or if you have anything else that you need to say, just let me know. I just cannot wait for the series, you guys. I am very excited. You are going to love it just as much as I love it. So buckle up. It's going to be a ride. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect with me while you wait for the next podcast episode, find me on Instagram at Jujiteras Podcast and at JujiTera. I'm also on Facebook at Jujiteras Podcast. You could also email me at Jujiteras Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support me in this podcast, you can visit me on Patreon at Jujiteras Podcast, where you get early ad-free access to all episodes, plus some bonus content. You could also find me on barmiacoffee.com at Jujiteras Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate and review. See you next time.